The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, joining me, two guest Charlies, two men combining together to become one Charlie Clawson. You don't actually have to do anything Charlie Clawson related, but it's uh, Nick and James from uh, the Weekly Planet podcast, one of the most popular podcasts on the whole internet. Potentially. Yeah, right? (laughs) I mean, you don't need facts on this podcast. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to you both. It's good to have you. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. I may so. For, James. for the listeners. Oh, that's yeah. good too, actually. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's a podcast I listen to, and and everybody's required to go. This is the sound of my voice, and I feel that's that's too far. That's a bit author- authoritarian. But do they say their own names before they say? No, that? They're, they're introduced and they go. This is the sound of my voice. Like I it. mean, yeah. if you can't work out that the sound of the voice of the person speaking, <laughs> yes, right. is the sound of their voice, then uh-huh. you know what? Podcasts aren't for you. No, that's right. <laughs> Stick yeah. to the written form. <laughs> would be my suggestion in your world. Is that like a politeness thing? Is that like a kind of a trigger? Is that what it's in? Is it in that space of like saying, hey, trigger warning, we're about to talk about something? Or I've heard that at some gigs, it's it's impolite to clap now at lectures or something. Because oh, really? It can be triggering to people so that they will, they'll sort of do the like, you know, the, really? the hands or whatever instead huh. of clapping. Have you had that happen to you? I mean, I've had gigs where people certainly did not clap. So <laughs> I'm assuming. I've, I worked with an Auslan sign interpreter for the first time this year right on stage. okay yeah mm. I'd wanted to do it for a long time but Adam Hills like it, it was quite famous for it yeah. and, like, oh, sure, he was yeah. like the first person thinks who did he's so it. good doesn't he well here's the thing I already get confused for him a lot That's yes, right, so yeah. I wasn't going to move in on his shit <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. like I already felt like he had like one foot and he was doing some stuff about that and then I got osteoarthritis in my hips and now we're both yeah. doing stuff about limping you don't yeah. want to be like the, the discount Adam Hills is, is what you're saying. Well, I just don't. Also, I don't want to be single white hills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I, mean? exactly, I don't want like, yeah. Adam to think that I'm like moving in on his stuff. That must be international people who think that of you, right? Does that happen in Australia as well? Oh, oh, it happens more in Australia. Really? Yeah. That's why I feel like every time I do something bad or if I'm in the headlines for some bad mm. reason, which is normally how I make headlines, <laughs> I always feel like I'm destroying Adam Hills's career. Yep. Whereas, like, I only get positive comments back the other way. Oh, so right. So if they can feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Like, so there'd be people, like, who go up to him and go, I hate that thing you did at the Logies. And he'd be like, that's not me. Yep. Whereas I get, gee, I love Spicks and Specs. How's Alan? And I go, he's good because I know him, so I can say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just dandy. Wow. Do people ever confuse the two of you? I know when uh, Merrick and Rosso were on the radio, often people wouldn't know who was Merrick, who was sort of Rosso. And in fact, some people thought the show was called American Rosso. That's very good. Yeah, excellent. Well, a lot of people, we get a lot of emails that are, hey, Nick and Mason, because they think... Yes. That that's our name. That I'm Nick. Yeah. A lot of people were under the impression for a very long time that there was only one person on the show who was doing a voice of the other one. Like it was a two-man conversation 
brought about by one man because James would never show his face in real life. So they're like, well, he, the second guy doesn't exist. So it's just... And I'm like, and that gives me a lot of credit that I can think on my feet and I can back and forth with two voices at the same time. So, or it could have been all heavily scripted. Well, that's that's it, true. Exactly. Yeah, but why would you script what we? Yeah, do? listening to it, you'd be like, well, yeah, no, nobody would write that. Also, you've assumed you're the person doing it out of this, have you? <laughs> yes, I have. Yes, yeah. I mean, surely wouldn't it be the person who has no identity who's trying to like. You know, yeah, and, maybe. You know, it'd be the other way around if you're trying to keep it. A yeah, secret. that's but a I good don't want to be. I don't want to be the sidekick in my own life, though. I <laughs> yeah, feel like right. that's a, I mean, I a like, self-esteem issue. So if you got to honest, I kind of feel like that'd be a cool podcast, though. Like yeah, if right. there were someone out there actually doing a podcast where it felt like it was a conversation between two people, but it was actually one person. Mm. Andy and Daly could probably do that, something like that. I feel right. Like. Yeah. yeah. Come on, guys. We've finally sort of a podcast idea that isn't already being done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody better than us. Get on it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so is is that relationship? Because, of course, overseas, um, like, you know, you guys have a huge following overseas for yeah. your podcast. So they're definitely people who, you know, like when they hear, say, Australian accents or whatever, might have trouble telling people apart. So I imagine... There's, that adds an extra element to it, right? I think so. I we, think that's yeah. the ninety-five percent of our appeal. If I'm right. honest with you, it's just the it's just the accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These and, guys say things that we know, but in a different way. We've yeah. had we've had feedback that's just like, I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> we love those accents. Seems and I'm fun. Like, we'll take it. Yeah, you, you seem like you're having a good time. Is what we get most of the time. Not we understand any of and your we, references. And we get a lot of my girlfriend hates you and your voice. So like they'll listen to it in the house, but but she can't stand it. So yeah, we, we get a lot of that. So I mean, I I think we get a bit of that as well. I think everybody buddy probably gets a bit of that, right? As well, uh-huh. or my partner doesn't like it, and I'm like, you're living a different life listening to podcasts than I am, right? Yeah, because it's like I listen with my headphones yeah, on while I'm going for a walk, yeah. or I'm in yep. the car. It's like it's my own space. Part of the reason I like podcasts and you start to feel very connected to the people of the podcast you like is because you have quite an intimate relationship yeah. with them. Yes. This idea that there are some people who are like, <laughs> well, let's put on our podcast. Yes, <laughs> let's sit down and listen to our radio yes, serial that we both enjoy. Yeah, Speakers a, blaring. It's yeah. fam- family time. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It's not really, it's not a communal experience, is it? No. Yeah. It's it's communal in the sense that, I and I guess like, you know, people will listen to it one by one and then maybe if there's a live show, they all meet up and go, oh, yeah. it turns out we're real. Like all of us <laughs> yes. are real, but, but on a... It just feels weird. It feels to me like podcasts are for people who don't have someone to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that's the point. That's why I love the LA Podcast Festival because uh-huh. you have like an entire room full of people who normally enjoy doing that thing by themselves, mm. suddenly having to do it with a whole group of people. Oh, so it yeah. kind of creates this dynamic of going, oh, no, no, no. I don't normally like other people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's how that's how our podcast pretty much got together because we mm. just had no one else to talk to about. <laughs> hey, do you, can I talk to you about Spider-Man? Oh, no? Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess yeah. well. All right. How yeah. did it start? So talk us through the history of the podcast. Well, I um, a few years back... Uh, I I I, well, I started a YouTube channel in like 2011, and it's just to talk about movies and, and comics and TV shows. Was that loud enough? No, no, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, no, no, don't don't doubt yourself. Okay, that that was me doing my regular check that it's still happening. I do yeah, that. Yeah, do yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a side note before we get into the the, the origin of it. Uh, how who's the who's the have you ever lost an episode? Oh, uh, we've lost heaps. Superpod. Oh, uh, we, we lost. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. T- two weeks ago, we oh, lost no. two episodes in one week. Wow. We lost an episode and then did a replacement oh, episode my goodness. and lost them to two separate problems. <laughs> oh no! See, we we have it, it, it's it's admirable that you had a you went let's go again because we are 
our backup plan is just to do tweet no episode this yeah, week. We so you're like, it. we don't it care. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. It's happened well, for some like video stuff. But, what yeah. we did was rectified the initial problem, yes. but <laughs> in some way created a whole oh, new fantastic. problem. Yeah. So, so uh, that was good. Have you ever, cause, cause, yeah, because um, I don't know, I've, any number of times I've heard Dave Anthony's like, they've lost the, they always lose the card. They lose right. the memory card. It right. just disappears somewhere. Have you ever, have you ever gotten together with like, like a, a, a huge name and you're like, this is, you know, th- this is going to be great, and you've had a great time, and then you're like, oh, it's gone. I wish. So, um, there, uh, there's two that spring to mind. Oh, yes. So, the first one, uh, just and it was recorded just in the room next to us where we are right now, uh-huh. uh, Ronnie Chang a couple of years ago. The great man, mm, Ross yeah, and Ronnie Chang. Yeah, but before he was the great man. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> like, just when he was on his way up to uh-huh. becoming the great man. Yep. He came over, and we did a podcast together. There was He was not only hilarious, uh-huh. but he said so many nice things about me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know? And as his career has skyrocketed, I yeah. miss that podcast more and more oh, every day. I was like, "What happened to it?" Ah, you... oh, I don't know. Something me not being good at technology. All right, yeah, that'll that'll do it. <laughs> and then the other one, the most famous one for us was uh, you mentioned Dave Anthony, and yep. this is, I think, where his relationship with it not working also started <laughs> uh, at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival because uh, Tofop and Walking the Room, his old podcast, That's had kind right. of had a relationship with each other and so we did this show together Superpod mm. and uh, it was this legendary night where it all just went amazing uh-huh. and we all just walked off stage going well that's just the greatest thing we've ever been involved <laughs> in and somewhere between the Melbourne Comedy Festival recording it and them handing that uh, card to, to oh, us oh no yeah, ah, I don't know where it went but oh. yeah it didn't go to us I did like Charlie's <laughs> tribute though at your last live gig with the broken the... what's well, five years now yeah. like since that night but people still remember it. We get tweets every year, like RIP Superpod. But <laughs> but the thing about it was, of course, people were illegally recording it. So Absolutely, there, yeah. Ah. So there is on the internet a patch together because no one had the full audio right, from yeah. it. But enough people got together and they've patched together versions from their phones. So at yep. different times, it goes from being kind of louder to not as yeah. loud or whatever. But there is, an, uh, there is a version somewhere on the dark web. Yeah. It's like the Lost Doctor Who episodes. Yeah. <laughs> what I like about that is on the one hand, like a community of people who all love this were like, let's all contact each other and figure it out and put it all together. But also they're all a bunch of paranoid lunatics who are just like, let's, i got to record everything in my life. I've got to... Oh, well be- now, well, here's, yeah, because A, it was a thing that was meant to come out as a podcast. Yeah, right. So, so- the idea that you're like... It's like someone taking a like a yeah, a photo at the Olympics, like yeah, the right. athletes. <laughs> yeah, right. Taking a photo, you know, the yeah. old, and it's like, oh yeah, no, no. There's there there will be available footage of this. Yeah, that's it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You don't you don't need to snap this one on your Samsung. That's right. Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. It's all right, you're saying. Put mm. the phone away, Tiger. You'll be fine. There'll be some there'll be some there'll be some photos of this. Yeah. But uh, it turns out they were right. Yeah. Well, that's so true, they yeah. were the ones who were actually right. So now. At all our live gigs, you see people at the start yeah, right. putting out their recording equipment. People are bringing Zooms. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> They're <laughs> setting up their own mics. Yeah, like they're taping mics I'm sure down, yeah. someone put something on stage at one point. It's oh, yeah. It would have been somebody yeah. not trusting the fact that we would actually get it out. So, yeah. oh, we're terrible at, um, yeah, we're terrible at technology. That's not your fault, though, that one, to be fair. Well. It seems like some sort of Ocean's Eleven style heist. Like, they, they there, was a, there was a switch over at some point. They recorded, they took the memory card out, and then there was a, there was a palming of the real one and they gave you a fake one, maybe. So that the, the real thing was out there. Like well, there, a- there is actually uh, one of our favourite episodes we ever did of Tofop was one called, uh, I think it, it might be Death of Superpod. Oh, yes. And it's recorded because here's the thing. I found out and Charlie and Greg, uh, who's the other one, Greg Barron, yep. uh, who was also on that podcast, we all found out at the same time that it had been lost. <laughs> yes. 
but Dave didn't know yet. Oh. Because Dave was off doing another gig. Yeah, great. So we decided we needed to do a live podcast about it. <laughs> so we lured Dave oh, to no. my, my apartment going, we need to tell you something. Yeah. And when he got there, we'd set up the microphones and we just started recording and broke him the news like live on air. So people can actually it. hear. He seems like a man his... who would take that well. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. If you know anything about Dave <laughs> Anthony, it went great. <laughs> Uh, what, uh, so you don't have those moments? Oh yeah, we we, we lose stuff often. Uh, I'll look at the card and go, "Shit, we got five minutes left," or it'll stop recording. And I oh, know you got the same Zoom as me. It doesn't stop the audio no. when it's so. It, yeah, we've we've lost like minutes, but we've never lost like a whole thing yet. But we yeah. will. It's inevitable. Everybody does. Yeah, we've done a hundred and. 90 odd or whatever it is and all now. all of mm. james's audio equipment and like computer stuff has been reinforced because we know he's just going to start throwing things <laughs> he's not a he's not he's not a happy man when it comes to technology but how do how do we how do we kick this mm. off how do we how do we get started so i started a youtube channel funnily enough the, the reason i kind of started as well was i did a week's um work experience on the gruen transfer now i heard you tell yeah. this story which was and i wanted to get to the yeah. <laughs> like i was i needed more information so it you peaked, did hear that oh you it heard my interest okay yeah, yeah and i was just like all right well let's <laughs> let's hear this story when, so how long ago was this? that was 2010 and that was off the back of so I, i'd done some videos and um some people for the abc had seen them and they're like hey come in and, and do it. well i asked i said hey i'd love to come in and have a look and they so they invited me for the week and i came out to sydney and everybody was nice and it was great and i remember meeting you and you were really nice, which was really surprising. You introduced yourself. I'm like, oh, I didn't think anybody would, would do that, which was... I mean, the first thought I had mm. when I heard you discuss the fact that you work on the show was, fuck, I hope I was nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, literally yeah. the first thought I had was like, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty nice to people yeah. generally, but, you know... Yeah, anytime, you, anytime you speak to somebody, you go, oh, it's lovely to meet you. And somebody goes, oh, we've met before. And you're like, oh, is this yeah, going to go? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and, and look, there was no way you would remember that because I know they, they get in a lot of people. And one of the things I remember they told me... Uh, was like, oh, we had a guy last week and he was great. Everyone loved him and he killed it and whatever. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm not like a, I don't come in and kind of rock the boat or, or in a good way or a bad way. I'm just, <laughs> I was just there to kind of like, to, to just kind of do the work. And one of the things they had me do, which I kind of loved, was go through every political ad, Australian political ad ever. Because it was around the time of the Gruen, um Nation. Nation, yeah. yeah. So I watched literally every ad and categorized it. And it, it just fucking twisted my mind, mind into a knot. But what I got out of it at the end was like, I can't do, I'm too old to start here getting coffees and work my way up to maybe get a writing gig to then maybe get a show in 10 years. So I just kind of walked away from it like, I, like it was good, but I, I can't, I, I'm just not for this. I think that's really mm-hmm. important to know what you're not for. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I, I find people get stuck in things for so long because it's close enough to what it is that they yeah. want to do that they're like, okay, well, this ticks off like i mean i trained as a journalist that was my degree right and i it would have ticked off like maybe five or six out of the ten things that would make me happy you know because there'd be enough of that job that is similar to what i like about this job for sure that i'd be probably happy enough and i could convince myself to go no 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 no. like you know yeah right maybe this is as happy as you're meant to be maybe maybe i should be grateful that i'm like five out of six things happy i bet there's people who are like two or one things out yeah, of right. like, you know, at their job or their chosen profession. Most of my friends are like that. Right? Yeah, they're like, no, I hate it, but I do it, whatever. Yeah, Yeah. so like mm. there is that element that I think sometimes people, the problem isn't that you really hate something because mm. that's fine. 
Yeah. Like if you yeah. really hate yeah. it, you're eventually going to stop doing and it. And you're going right? to figure out ways to, you know, steal stationery and et cetera, you know. It's right. Gonna, you're gonna, or you can not care about it. Yeah, right. Like, and there's nothing wrong with having for a period of time in your life, particularly if you're concentrating on something else, a job mm. that you don't care about. Yeah, yeah right. A job that you Absolutely. can just go and do and you don't have to mm. take home with you. You don't worry about the people at work. Like, you know, the next day, you don't worry. It's literally a transactional thing. You go in, you do it, and you're done because you have other things in your life. Yeah. And I think people get stuck in the six out of tens. Yeah, uh, right. The bit where I you're like, agree, this is yeah. mostly okay. Yeah. This For what I like to do, you know, this is... this. It's in the ballpark. This is in the be, ballpark. Yeah. It's not actually my dream. Yeah, yeah. But would I risk a 10 out of 10, like, to get rid mm. of... If I have to get rid of my six out of 10? And it, I feel like that... Like it, that's the problem, right? Yeah. That's what you recognize yeah. in that moment. And I was also teaching at the time and I've also loved teaching and I still, which I, I again yeah. imagine has like a lot of the things that you like. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to move to Sydney and, uh, and, and look, and like I said, when I was talking to Claire about it, there was no opportunity for me to even do that. Like I didn't push it. The secretary whose name I can't remember was really nice and said, you should go talk to Andrew. And cause the last guy came and he went in and said, I want to be the next Andrew Denton. And I'm like, I don't want to bother Andrew Denton. He's, doing his own thing i'm just some fucking guy who's here for one week so i didn't approach him i just kind of went oh this was great i had a really good time everyone was super nice i learned some stuff about editing and how the show was put together i saw the live taping and 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 whatever but i just kind of left it at that and i didn't as the producer of the show now and i have been for a very long time here's Mm. what i'm going to say to you because i now have the role that andrew had back then Mm. No, you were right. I'm more in favour of you. Okay. I don't need the intern coming in and telling me he's going to be the next me. Right, yeah, yeah. I'd like to be the next me for a while longer, mate. I don't want you coming along. Upstart, you've been here one week getting coffees and now you want to be me. Oh, I'm looking at a whole bunch of ads. And then suddenly I'm me, mate. I like yeah. this guy who didn't bother me and let me do my work. Well, that, that's what that's that's what I figured. And even knowing that nothing would come of it, I'm like, I'd rather just kind of not hassle anybody and just do the work because that's kind of how I've yeah. always been. Just, just even if you shit at your job, just do it and shut up. Well, like, you know where you know that other guy, it. the guy who was there the week before you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that was, but here's right. what I can tell you for sure: mm. he's not Andrew Dent. <laughs> There's not a new Andrew Dent out there, so he boy, was wrong. Yeah. So. Mm. Mm. <laughs> But also, I didn't grow up in the year of Andrew Denton. Right. I can't be Andrew Denton. I wasn't in the ABC of the 80s and kind of doing the forefront right. of Australian comedy. That's It doesn't exist anymore. Well, that's... Yeah, yeah but that, that mm. era doesn't exist. Yeah. But also, Andrew, you're absolutely right. Mm. It's people my generation who... Well, I mean, I do what I do because literally I wanted to be the next Andrew Denton. Right. Yeah. yeah in you your told face, him Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And that's how I got the job. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. but, but it is interesting to me then how this starts out of that. Yeah. Well, I, I, I love movies. As, and Mason and I... For... Hey, quick question before you get into that. Go for it. Do you have any other funny stories about going up to Sydney? Oh, hang on. Up there? Any, Look at this. I any, like this. This is any, like... Uh, any funny little, funny little observations? About that, little... that week? Yeah. I mean, it feels like there must be one. Right? Probably. Which Do you want to give him some clues? Give me some hints. Uh, <laughs> look, he uh, he he. You encountered a, a British man. Uh, oh no, I heard a Ben Elton story. All oh, right, but okay. I didn't. Uh, I oh, wasn't you didn't, there you for you it. Wasn't, you weren't there for it. Okay, the, that's all right. Um, the, okay. A lady told me a really hilarious story about Ben Elton coming in and not being recognised by the lady on the desk, and he flipped out. That was the, <laughs> which was apparently. I mean, there was a time <laughs> when that would have been an appropriate reaction, but yeah. that time had passed. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> And she was like, apparently the girl on the desk was like 19. She doesn't know the guy who wrote Blackadder. Like, why would she? Yes. No. 
She really wouldn't. Yeah. She wouldn't even know Andrew Denton to confuse them. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Because he apparently just expected to kind of waltz in and yeah. go up and... Because they're great mates, apparently. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. And uh, yeah, that, that apparently did not... Did, he didn't handle that well. Apparently so. Ben Elton. I mean, I like the world that Ben Elton has lived in up until that point, though, where apparently he can just go wherever he wants. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. Exactly. I mean, that, well, that's what that says to me. Because he lives in Perth. And I feel like... I guess Ben Elton is and will forever be a big enough celebrity that in Perth, yeah. he probably never... Like, people yeah, go, right. oh, go wherever you want, Ben Elton. Yeah. He did that show on Channel 9. Can't remember the name of it. Live from Planet Live Earth. Live from Planet Earth, yeah. exactly. It was around that... It would have been around that time, actually. Yeah, see, yeah. that's... That's the different in eras and generation. Mm. See, that's what that you know, poor girl at reception, she remembers <laughs> the three or four episodes of Live from Planet Earth. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. And yeah. she, just, she does not remember, you know, Blackadder and the young ones and yeah. Stark and yeah, right. the golden age of Ben Elton before he was writing musicals with Queen. You know, oh, there, was, <laughs> yeah, right. there was a time. That's exactly it. So you've always loved movies. Always loved movies. So <laughs> I kind of, I left it for a while. I love this because I don't have to move <laughs> yeah. this forward at all. Yeah. If you could just, <laughs> just nudge me along. But I, yeah, I, I started doing like weekly movie news videos just to kind of cut my teeth and I need to be making something otherwise, even if it's no good, but I need to be kind of always doing something because I've found that, that I just kind of go crazy and you might be the same, but my mind needs to be, even if it's bad, I just need to be making writes or writing or doing something. I don't understand that at all. (laughs) I'm a massive celebrity with a TV show and a stand up career. And I have four free podcasts on the internet. (laughs) No, 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 no idea. Different ballpark. No idea what you're talking about, mate. Don't understand it at all. (laughs) And I just did that independently of teaching. Uh, I didn't put my face on it because I thought if I'm going to do this, I'm going to, I want to swear a bit or whatever and say whatever I want. I don't want them to cross yeah. over. Right. So, so I just kind of gr- ground away at that for a few years. And then I thought, Hey, I've got a pretty big enough following. It might've been like 10,000 subscribers. Mason and I for years have been talking about doing a podcast since like the mid 2000s. Also just for the record of all the mm. things that teachers are doing secretly on the internet, I feel like we've <laughs> yeah. finally found one that we can be happy about. That's it, right? exactly. so, <laughs> so that's good news at mm. least. So yes, you decided podcast. Yeah. And uh, so when I, because I, I, I went away overseas in between then, but I still kind of kept it up. Claire and I lived in... Um, were you listening to other podcasts? Oh, yeah, Is that what yeah. it was? Like, what was, were you listening to? I was on a pretty early. Um, Ricky Gervais. Uh-huh. Um, I, I was in and out of TOEFOP. I did... We were also, so... Yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> can't take that. Can't take that. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Uh, I... The Komodo Mayo on the BBC, the the movie one. Really Smodcast? Like. We were just talking about Smodcast. Smodcast was, was, yeah, I was, was well into that. So those are the kind of things that kind of guided us. And we were like, yeah, we could probably do this. And I think we had the benefit of, because I had the YouTube channel, uh, we, we recorded the podcast. I took a segment, put pictures to it and put it up online. And then I figured, hey, people will see that and then they'll, they'll go to the podcast. And that's how we've grown. It's got to the point now where the podcast is bigger than... The YouTube, which is great because YouTube's a hellhole that could collapse at any second. <laughs> so, so it's interesting that you say that because there's one thing about YouTube because I, for whatever reason, because I'm mm. older and, you know, I always feel like when it comes to new technologies and new sort of spaces and whatever, that I, like, I'm in some of them. Yeah. And uh, I probably yeah. for someone my age, I've had a decent enough crack at kind of staying relevant enough. Absolutely. But I'm not in all of them. Right, yeah. And like sure. some you of them are just too hard them, yeah. and I just like mm. whatever for my skills, right? Mm. I always feel like I'm one of those people like in an old school Western where the train's taking off and they're the one who like it has a run along <laughs> and there's right. someone out the back. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, as long as I just keep going like this, uh-huh. I yeah. still might catch that yeah. train, but it feels like it's getting further and further away. But people also, you have the benefit, people take clips of funny things that you've done and, and upload them, I'd imagine, which is pretty, pretty Yeah, great. but yeah. I always thought it might be to my benefit if I could have some curation oh, and yeah. arrangement yeah, right. of that, yeah. right? 
Uh-huh. Definitely. But yeah. the thing that scares me about YouTube mm. is, here's the thing. I understand that, you know, when you do things like this, that people have various opinions about, you know, whether it's good or not. Well, and sure, I'm fine yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, this is not like, you know, it's not a surprise to me. I never feel like one of those reality winners who suddenly is famous overnight and goes, hang on. I thought everyone loved me. Yeah, right. Turns out not yeah. everyone does. I'm aware. Yeah. I'm aware that heaps of people don't like me. So I normally right. try to avoid places where sure, yeah. that will be like... And YouTube is very... They're unforgiving. It doesn't oh, yeah, matter yeah. how good mm. something is or yeah, how yeah. wonderful something is. Yeah. It just feels to me like YouTube. Like Twitter, you can avoid the comments. Facebook, yeah. you can avoid the comments. I can post something and then never again look at that post again and never see any of the comments. Mm. But on a YouTube channel, particularly for you, who was kind of building a relationship with the great bits of your audience. Yeah. How did you do that while still stepping around the landmines that YouTube <laughs> throws well, in your way? Being, I think being a teacher helped because I know how to antagonize a kid and I know how to not. You right. know what I mean? So I don't engage with anybody who's negative. I don't block anybody because right. blocking, they know when they're blocked and they're like, I fucking got him. Yeah, that's he, weird. He, he affected me. So I, I mute, but I only mute if someone's like, really sexist, really racist, you know, it says something like that. Otherwise, I just kind of let things play out. So yeah. I think it's about, for us, creating an environment where... Because the ethos of our podcast is, podcast is also... We talk about nerd stuff and movies, but you don't have to be a super fan of anything. You can just kind of like stuff at whatever level you want to like it at. Because mm. there's a lot of... We find there's a lot of nerd podcasts which are... If you don't like Doctor Who this much, you should kill yourself. No, you know no, what I mean? So... No. I think we've, we've tried to build that. I mean, it, feels, it feels a little harsh. Yeah, well, but I mean, unless people... you are a time lord and can regenerate. Yeah, right. Otherwise. Yeah. But there are people like that. We like we get those people who breeze in and out because we're too kind of casual for them for that. But I think... Yeah, and it's like... like mm. and, and, and it's a lot of like, you didn't know that this character was in this episode of this show. You should die in a fire. Like, it's yeah. it's kind of like there's a very rapid escalation, yeah. I find a lot. Oh, we, we talk about comics all the time mm. yeah. on, on the show. And like early on, before those sort of people realised it was not the podcast yeah, for right. them. Yes. Because neither of us are experts. Sure, yeah. yeah. And most of the time when we talk about comics, it ends up us just like inventing, like it's like a fan fiction <laughs> yeah, improv right. game. Uh-huh. Like, what if Batman did this? That'd yeah. be awesome, right? Yeah, right. But I love that. And yeah. a lot of people do though, which is so you've obviously found your audience through through that. Yeah. 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 Mm. But, you know, it's, it's so it's interesting to me in YouTube though, because YouTube yeah. always feels like does not matter what the video is, yes. four comments down, someone's going to be a racist. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And look, I, I get so many that I I can't read everything. And I don't, because I just spend all day reading comments and replying to people. But I don't... The other thing is, I don't... I'm old enough, or I started old enough, or I don't care. Right. Well, I mean, you do care. Of course you care on a level. You're like, if, I, if it was all negative, that would be bad. I'd realise that I was doing something wrong at least. But... It's it's so it's positive enough where I'm I'm okay with it, you know. And valid criticisms, we we, we get those as well, which is which no, is never. fine. Never, never, it's all. But a lot of criticism, completely invalid criticism. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It like me- measured. In my opinion, they should all die in a fire. <laughs> yeah. All of those people. Me- I mean, for years, pretty much the catchphrase of Tofot was "fuck you." It's a free podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. That's uh, that's the other thing. Here's yeah. your zero dollars back yeah. uh, for not enjoying this. Yeah. And that's how we've approached like advertising and things like that, where we're just two guys. Mason still works full time. You know, you, you do like this on the side. You know, like we, we don't mind taking on this stuff because we need to live. We're just people, you know. 
We just happen to have a podcast that some people listen to. Okay, but how did you guys? So tell us your origin story then. What's how do you did you guys know each other before this podcast? We met at a Christian youth group. Hang on, shut up. Are <laughs> yes, you serious? Yeah, that's is right. Is this going to be like Aslan, and I'm going to realize that like your whole podcast has been about Jesus? That's exactly, exactly right. right. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> that's right. We got you. No you wanted everyone to be nice to that's each other. Right. <laughs> Damn it. That's right. It, the, Bloody the pod- sneaky. The, the podcast is just about me and him and our twelve friends. Twelve <laughs> really. Cool yeah. friends, but we're not like superheroes, if you will. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm going to tell you now about the world's coolest superhero, guys. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think turn a chair backwards. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're... but we, we're not religious. I mean, we were raised and it wasn't, a, and it wasn't yeah. a religious. It wasn't right. a very religious youth no. group. It, it was just it was like, a like year it was like some sing alongs and some like. <laughs> how how old are you at this age? 15, yeah. 16, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, is this like a parents like please don't let our kids be having sex and smoking well, in youth group? Yeah, or yes, it, but was there still but stuff like that that but it happened was, at youth group? It was that. Yeah, really. it was exactly that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. It's almost like if you gather those kids that age yeah, right. together in any environment. And you say, don't do drugs and have yeah. sex. And they're like, what are drugs and sex? I should do some research. Oh. Sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't hear the first bit, but yeah. I heard drugs and sex. <laughs> yeah, so. right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So you're 15 years old. You meet with your friend, like, friends immediately. What did you bond over? What was the... That's a good question. Well, yeah. Mason's a couple years older than me, so he was friends with my brother initially. Oh, yeah. okay. But then we and that guy was a bit so of a lameo. <laughs> so you so group, you were like hanging out with the co- the younger kids. Yeah, I <laughs> oh, no. Oh no, this paints me in a very group. bad light. <laughs> Look, I just wanted to share a chocolate milk with him. And, you know. But yeah, we because we ended up going to uni together as well. That's right. Uh, uh, okay, so did yeah. you did you go to the same school? No, no, we didn't. No, okay, no, yeah. so but mm. you went to the same university. The same uni, which yeah. was uni, which uni did you go uh, to? Trobe. Uh, La Trobe yeah. University. Okay, mm. nice one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I do a few things at La Trobe University when I was starting out comedy because I reckon mm. Tim Ross and Corinne Grant might have both gone oh, to. Yeah, okay, I, they, yeah. They used La to be. They, they did have a comedy night. Didn't they? they used to have a Tuesday daytime comedy night. Yeah, that's right. It was yeah. like one o'clock, I think. Yeah. And uh, I saw Sarah Kendall there once. Well, we're yeah. comedian Sarah Kendall. Was it in a lecture theatre? This one, or was it like in a kind of bar sort of scenario? It was in. A, no, it was in like a like a. They had like a tiny little like a cinema setup. It was like a like maybe a thirty seat cinema kind yeah, of situation. Right. Yeah, yeah. I definitely did. I definitely yeah. did one that was in a lecture hall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, you yeah. would have been. You would have been big enough then. That, yeah, big enough yeah. that I could fill a lecture hall. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. such a weird gig because everyone's got yeah. those little tables. Yeah, right, exactly. So it's just like. Yeah. So did you do nighttime or did you do daytime? No, it was daytime though. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah. The perfect time for stand-up comedy I think is. So. Yeah. yeah. We used to do that. Though. Like we'd go to the pub, go to a beer, and go. Oh, someone so on. We just bloody walk down and yeah. Well, my favorite thing about that though was always that. There was a real combination of that they'd never really told. So there would be some people who would be really into the idea that the gig was on, but there'd be some people just trying to do their homework. They're in the yeah. cafeteria at lunchtime and they're trying to like yeah. get cram for some exam or it's something. It's like when stand up comedy. Like, so, hey, uh, <laughs> Michael Klim, you know, yeah, his name a... is Milk spelled yeah. backwards. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's like when a, when a comedy gig starts at a, at a pub in the, in the dining, in the bistro, and people right. are just like, I was here for. A chicken parma, and yeah, I'm not mate. here for anything yeah. else. Why are you? Why are you, you hearing drunk? the nearby ice cream truck go through the oh. neighborhood playing green slaves? Wow, yeah. it's been a long yeah. time since I've had an ice cream truck. That's this one. Shady. I mean, this must be. I guess like from walking distance from my house is like there's a kind of Sydney Harbour uh, bit where uh, uh, 
like a jetty, like a fucking ferry comes in. Yeah, right? sure, right. And uh, I guess it's a bit of a touristy thing. So totally, I guess that's yeah. where the kids, you get your ice cream business. But <laughs> yeah. that guy, he's daily. He comes through. Oh, daily. really? Huh. And it's winter. Yeah, yeah like right? he's still obviously doing some pretty good business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ten out of ten loves his job. I yeah, guess that's probably what it is. Yeah, yeah, I feel like maybe there's something else going on now that you oh, think about okay, it. Right, yeah. I feel like this might be the sort of suburb where that guy in a few years might get like you know busted with a gram of ice. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Last time I went to an ice cream van, I was like, I'll have a gelato. He's like, here, eleven dollars, and I'm like, I don't. He's like, there's only rainbow. Like, I don't want rainbow gelato for $11. No. Yeah. You want a bloody chocolate dipped ice cream, yeah, right? Yeah, just, just one flavor's fine. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Are you uh, just, I mean, because these are the sort of details I actually like most. So, yes. you, are you an ice cream truck sort of guy? I, I, so, I don't do ice cream trucks anymore because I'm vegetarian. And oh, I yeah, heard yeah, that, okay. yeah, ice cream truck ice cream is not vegetarian. I don't even know if that's true anymore. Right. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> but you know when you hear something... Who do you, you believe go, these yeah, days? There's go, too much information. It's probably, yeah. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. I won't have those anymore. It's probably barely even food at this point. But I yeah, I, I love an ice cream truck. I love a sausage sizzle. I would... Oh, yeah? I, yeah. I will go from... I'll have a full lunch, and if I see a sausage sizzle on the way back, get get another, get another two or three sausages, four sausages, half a dozen sausages. <laughs> it's too many. I'm a big fan. No, I love it. It's, it's so good. But yeah, ice cream truck. Oh, bang up for it. Okay, so here... Okay, so sausage sizzle. Yes. If you're getting sausages. Yes. Like, are you just like sausage and bread or is there like onions or like... What's what's your... Because, again, they're yep. not really catering for the vegetarian mostly at no, these things. No, so I'm, uh, I'm sausage your... I'm sausage bread tomato sauce. That's yeah, right. it. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. Straight up, yeah. yeah. That's right. This is and if you weren't born here, go back yeah. to where you go. <laughs> if you could, if you wouldn't mind. Finally, somebody yeah. said it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so if it's uh, halal, I'm walking away. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's happening. Uh, we're gonna have a pause. Sure. Yeah. All right, we're back. We had a halftime break because that's what we do. Yeah, yeah we have a little halftime break. We should do that. We don't do that. Do I you always okay. go straight through. Sometimes, sometimes mm. I will uh, call for Uber Eats in the middle of yeah, the show, and that's very upsetting for James. Show, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. What has been your experience with Uber Eats? Is it a positive experience? Ah, uh, yes, completely. I can't. Yeah. Th- I've not. I've yet to have a dud. But I'm. Yeah. Mm. What do you just, ask? No. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I just. Well, I hear mixed reports about things, and when I say I hear mixed reports, uh-huh. I just see random tweets and stuff. And <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Sure. That's everybody's yeah. opinion. For a long time, I just moved house, and prior to that. Uber Eats was one, like you'd, you'd start the Uber Eats app and there was a map and it would be one street away from where I lived. Like there was, it was just like, we'll be in your area soon. Never was. So uh-huh. every, every day I would contemplate just standing on the street, like getting in the map area and just being like, please, please send me Uber Eats if you could. <laughs> I'm, if you, I just want to experience it once, once in my life. So is, is the idea with Uber Eats, it's like regular delivery, delivery but it's just Uber bringing it. Is yeah. that what yeah, it is? It's, 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 Sometimes on a bike? Yeah, it's restaurants that ordinarily wouldn't deliver. Like, they don't have a delivery van or whatever, but they uh-huh. they employ the Uber the Uber guys, the drivers, to, to deliver for them. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so essentially we're going, yeah, now we're not going to have proper delivery. Yeah, right. But <laughs> if you're willing for some random stranger to drive yeah. your pizza there. Exactly, like, yeah. I guess that's okay. That's yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. kind of smart. Like, that would cut a lot of costs, I'd imagine. What sort yeah. of uh, foods do you order, though? Because this is my thing about, like, you know, getting takeaway, I always think... It's best to get it yourself, even pizza, because like there's a 
perfect time to eat pizza, which oh. often is after the, oh, the window. Yeah, the I pizza, think you're probably right? right. Yeah, like maybe a, a, a fried chicken. I've ordered a, a spaghetti bolognese. The waffles honestly were a bad choice. They were... <laughs> you got them on air. Once. They were very, they were very cold. They when looked I got there. good. They I mean, looked they kept, nice. Because he arrived yeah. on a push bike. Like, of course they're yeah, cold. Yeah, that's a, that was a yeah. That's yeah. true. You've Did got... you get a guy on a push bike to bring me waffles? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know how they're meant to be served. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, well, that's the thing. You roll the dice because sometimes it is, sometimes it's a car and sometimes it's a bike, and. You're you don't spo- know, do you? Sometimes you're, so- you're supposed to know in advance, but sometimes they'll they'll say they're a car driver and they arrive on a bike or whatever, right. and then it's just... <laughs> it's like, I left the car down the corner. Yeah, yeah. exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> the waffles needed to be Or just making noise out yeah. the front of your apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm... Look, and also I'm just a sort of notorious garbage scow and I'll basically eat Anything. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Somebody said the other day, oh, you know, if you want to... If you want to um, stop drinking Coke... You know, coke is bad for you, and it's and it'll it'll make you sick and ruin your life. What you should do is you should leave one out, and you should wait for it to get warm and flat, and then you should drink it, and you'll be like, oh no, that's the worst. You know, and I have done that repeatedly, and I I love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, warm coke's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's better than heaps of other things. I agree. <laughs> like, I mean, that would be a thing if someone was like, I love milk. Yeah, right. <laughs> wait for it to be warm. Like, oh, man, I drink yeah. milk all the yeah. time. And someone said, well, you know what you should do. Yeah. Wait till <laughs> it's curdled and then right, eat it with yeah. a spoon. But also, that's not an argument. Mm. Wait until something's spoiled yeah, right. and then see if you enjoy <laughs> yeah, it. It's yeah. not an argument. That's right, yeah. That's a good point, yeah. yeah. Put you it- should see this movie before they put the special effects <laughs> in. <laughs> You'll eat it. You, know, you, like, you eat a lot of pizza, but you wouldn't eat it if it had broken glass in it. Right. Just test it out. Yeah. Well, maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. <laughs> oh, just eat around the glass. Yeah. I reckon I would. If it was good enough pizza. Yeah, that's absolutely. Right. I'm just yeah. not going to eat the glass bits. Mm. <laughs> What's your uh, eating? Are you quite? Are you a healthy eater, James? I, I'm. I, I probably drink too much. Um, actually, I've cut down a lot. I've cut down a lot since having a kid, just because I can't survive. I can't be hungover yeah. all the time. I used to do a lot of the shows hungover. Uh, but no, I try to look after myself. Also, I'm conscious that I'm getting older, so I'm like. Shit, I'm gonna stay fit because if I don't, I'll never get fit again. Right, I'll just I'll I'll die. So I mean, that is actually good thinking. Yeah, You're absolutely yeah. pretty much right. Yeah. Or you'll get fit at a point where fitness doesn't fit your body anymore, and you will mm. look really weird. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like right? it's fine to get really fit fit at like fifty. Yeah, if you are still kind of fit at forty. Yes, that's right. But yeah. like if you have like been not fit from thirty to forty, too much loose skin. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's happening now is a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. My ethos has always been, and you've got is... abs and a hunchback. That's it's a weird combo. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's always been, I want to be fast enough where if I'm being chased by a pack of dogs, I can jump a fence. That's my level. So if I can do that, I'm happy. I don't have to be the fittest guy in the world or the strongest or the fastest. I just want to be able to get over a fence if I have to. I'd just be grateful it was a pack of dogs and it'd be over quickly. Because <laughs> right? if it was one dog, it'd still kill me. Yeah, forever, yeah. Like at least a pack, it'd be quick. Yeah. Right? That's a blessing to me when I see a pack of dogs fighting Finally. towards me. <laughs> it's like, all over. At least it'll be quick. Sweet, merciful Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, eating wise, uh, like because we had breakfast one morning, and I noticed yeah. that you went for a quite a health. Even though we're at a cafe, yeah. you went for like a healthy breakfast. Because oh, I think also because I'd already eaten that morning. But I'm I'm kind of sick of like eggs on toast, eggs and bacon, smashed avocado. It's all the same kind of thing, and I'm kind of like oh, I'm I'm just sick of this kind of breakfast. It's true, food. it's yeah. like you know when it's avocado is in everything at the start because I love avocado. Yeah, but. In the same way as I love comic book movies. Mm. But then there's just a point where you're like, oh, well. 
There's a lot. I mean, Iron Man doesn't need to be in everything. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's fine, guys. I can actually have this without the avocado. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, but no, that's that's why. Like, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm crazy health conscious, but I am. Like, I eat meat, I drink, uh, you know. What's but... your favourite food? I'd like to ask people about Lasagna? Food. That's pretty good. Lasagna? Yeah, I don't mind lasagna. Look at you, yeah. Garfield. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah. lasagna is an interesting choice, though, I think. Because yeah. lasagna feels to me like, I don't know. Like, is that your final... Okay, I'll, I'll rephrase it. It's your final meal. Oh. Like, yeah, so you're in some situation where they're like, you know, this is yeah. the last meal you'll ever have. What's the last meal you would have? I do have? love, like, a chicken schnitzel, like a crumb schnitzel with gravy and chips. You're a simple man with simple pleasures. That's what I'm getting a lot from you. I like, you know, fancy-ish food, but a lot of the time, a lot of places just fuck it up. If you go to a pub, just get the You know what would probably mess up your final meal is the... The Dogs. prison. No, the, I was going to say the prison kitchen. So right. if you're ordering something yeah. too fancy, then, well, that's right. Exactly. I'm not going to get a pulled pork slider or whatever. From yeah, right. Kitchen. Well, I yeah. mean, I always assumed it would be again an Uber Eats style situation. Yeah, right. where they would prepare the last meal off site. Yeah, right. I didn't really imagine down at the kitchen where <laughs> yeah. they're normally slopping out their gruel and peas and stuff <laughs> like that. But every now and again, if there's an execution, it's yeah. like a master chef day. Yeah. Like, right. like, he wants stuff. a crock and bush. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> Uh, Meso, final meal. Uh, yeah, maybe a pulled pork something. Uh, mm. Oh, you know what? Maybe a Reuben sandwich. That's oh, yeah. A, yeah, yeah good. The, so, the... so I see that a lot because that's quite popular at the moment, the Reuben yeah, yeah. sandwich. America big, Reuben. Here seems to be like there's a Reuben renaissance. Is that... Am I, I right th- to No, say I think that? you're absolutely right. My grandma you always uh, used to make a great corned beef, so I think, I've, I think I'm like... Finally, it's back. Kind of thing. So, it's been rebooted. Yes, it's it sexier. It is sexy, I mean? isn't it? Yeah. yeah. A nice so, tell bread. me. So, what is in a Reuben again? As uh, a Reuben is a Reuben is uh, corned beef, and uh-huh. it is Russian dressing, and it's Swiss cheese, and it's sauerkraut. But I'm not a sauerkraut guy because it's a disgusting wet mush. So that's out. Okay. Yeah. So you're not even really into yeah. your traditional. So Reuben. my last meal, I'd have yeah. to be like, "Excuse me, can yeah. I can I get the Reuben?" But if you wouldn't mind, no sauerkraut. I am going to be dead after this. So if you could Sa- take the sauerkraut, look, sauerkraut on the side. Yeah, I'm just, just, just on the side, case. and just then I'll just leave it. Just I don't want to. Oh, but maybe I want to experience it yeah. right at the end. I'm like, well, I've never had sauerkraut, and I'm yeah. going to be yeah. electrocuted. In or a second, maybe so. I have something that will actually make me look forward to my impending death. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I don't like the texture. Okay, flip the switch. You don't want to die with a bad taste. No, you don't. It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dream scenario to die. This is another one I like oh, to know. Um, like, what would be your, like, you know, do you want it to be quick? Do you want it to be heroic? Do you want it to be, like, old age? Like, what? what's the kind of dream death scenario, do you think? I was going to say, I was just going to combine the two and maybe heroic and old age. Okay. So like, like, very, like, you know, an octogenarian, but I die in a gunfight or some, something oh, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. I've oh, always right. said that. But with yeah. who? Like, with what's the gun? Like, what? as in, like, just, oh, I, in my <laughs> mind, you're in the gunfight. Is yeah. it just random? Oh, I'm in or the, no, you, I'm, yeah. I'm partaking in the gunfight. Yeah, so yeah. you haven't just been accidentally <laughs> no, 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 I don't, I'm not. As I'm an not, old person. No, I'm not, I'm not copying a stray. Like, yeah. that's it, that this would be embarrassing. At, um, pistols at noon kind yeah, of situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in some sort of anti-terror operation. You know how some people have dreams of like, yeah. you know, they go to see a band and somebody's like, you know, as a kid and they're like, oh, the lead singer's sick. Does anyone know all the lyrics? And they sure. get up there and they're like, you know, and, yeah. they, and they're the hero. I feel like... Maybe like an ATF agent drops his gun and I'm like, now's my time to shine. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here we go. Because people don't know about yeah. your background. I'm going to take my teeth out yeah. and I'm going <laughs> to get in there. And... Finally, the moment I've been training for all my That's life. That's right, yeah. exactly right. 
Yeah. As you just say to somebody in a quick aside, it's funny, I talked about this on a podcast <laughs> once. <right. laughs> I'm qualified, right? Here we go. Oh, the odds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, normally as an old person, when someone in a terror operation dropped a gun, you would have walked by, but you're yeah. like, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> this, has a, this reminds me of something. Yeah. All right. This will put a nice button on it, you know? It'll just, uh... Ideal situation to die. Well, actually, that, you mentioned gunfight, and I'd said this before. I want to die in something like a gunfight so people remember that particular moment. They don't remember anything about me, but they're like, remember James? Who? The guy who died in that fucking gunfight. Oh my God, that was insane. Like, oh, I want, yeah. like something like that. It doesn't have to be a gunfight, maybe like a, a parachuting accident. Something weird where people are like, yeah, shit, what, what? What was that? Yeah. So is there anything, anything like maybe that? like a locked room mystery, <laughs> right? Like yeah. maybe somebody opens the, they unlock the door and they, and, and you're there and they're like, I don't understand. There's a, it's a puddle of there's water. There's a puddle of the water. Windows closed. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually thought at the start when you were talking about that, you were talking about those escape rooms. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, yeah. They just go up a level. Yeah, and right. It turns out you couldn't work out the clues, and yeah, they just left right. you to die. <laughs> <laughs> or like you were in it and you were taking too long and the business, because I imagine they're all pretty shonky, yeah. shut down while you were still in the escape room and they all like went yeah. and all then bail. you're just like trapped in there, yeah. never like, to escape. Yeah. Uh, well, we're bankrupt, better concrete up the door <laughs> so, so no one gets our stuff. <laughs> Do you have a dream scenario? Dogs maybe, but is there something else? No, I, um, I, I quick, I definitely quick, yeah. I know yeah, right. quick. Yeah. Um, I've often thought like, well, until recently, I was always like, I thought it would be on an airplane. I was like, yep. and often if an airplane, when other people get like freaked out by the, I know you're not. I'm not a flyer. Not no. a flyer. Yeah. Sometimes when other people get freaked out by turbulence, I'd be like, oh, good. I have such a busy week next week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> really getting a lot off my plate, to be honest. To yeah. die how quickly and memorable. Oh, amazing. Um, because uh, it would be Will Anderson and 150 passengers. That that would be the headline. Well, no, because I've been on other planes where, like, sometimes you look and you go, "Oh, it wouldn't be." Oh, like, right. You know, when you're suddenly on a plane, you're like, "Oh, Mark man. Holden." Yeah, exactly. I'm only going to get a like a mention in the second paragraph. Yeah, I reckon I, maybe an AFL team. If an AFL team yeah. went down, you'd 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 be. Second, yeah, second def- paragraph. No, yeah. definitely second to an AFL. Yeah, anytime yeah. I'm on with a sporting team, I immediately storm off the play. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, no, no way. No, I will not make the top headline. That's right. <laughs> on this flight. Um, uh, I, I would like to think that um, I would die in some way that was very poetic to my right. life. That's what I would like. So I guess maybe like on stage is always yeah, right. a comedian, yeah. like literally die on stage, you know? It, it has happened before. Yeah, really. There was I can't remember his name, but there was a there was an American comic who his bit like he would do an hour long show and there would be an interval, and his bit on stage would he would he would pretend to die <laughs> on stage and then everybody would leave. Yeah, and then they would come back and he'd spring back to life and then so nobody so he would lie there the entire yeah uh, yeah yeah and everybody would like and everybody knew that and the, all the stage hand and the manager knew that and so they were like all right just let him go and then everybody filed out and then everybody filed back in. And he just didn't get it back up Did again. Did he hit his head or he just died? No, he just died. Shit. Yeah. I was like, this guy's a really good method. He's <laughs> so like, good. He's so into yeah. this part. It's like that wrestler who hit his head on the turnbuckle and died. Would you want to... People were yelling would, at Would him you want to die uh, at, right at the end of the show? And, and, and it's a, that's the send-off? Or would you like to die maybe like in the middle of it, maybe a new bit? And people are like, where's this going to go? And then, <laughs> then you're out. People are like, how is he going to finish that? I think I'd like it to be a callback. I think I'd like to set it up at some yeah, stage right. and then really call it back by actually dying. dying right, yeah. Yeah. And have that bit where people are like, 
for a while think it's brilliant. Yeah, and right. Like oh, he's done it, yeah. <laughs> and some and people are like... I, mm. And then people are like, well, you should get get up. And yeah, then, right. There's a on, slow... Not, mm. not, yeah, a real oh. slow kind of realisation yeah. through the entire like audience. Like one stagehand just is like, should I... Just go. Yes. Some, and he would... just he grabs a broom yeah. <laughs> and he pokes me with the and somebody yeah somebody broom. would poke you and then you wouldn't move and then the rest of the audience would be like oh that's that's part of it as yeah, well that's so that's that's it. definitely he's yeah. an actor and then yeah. and then eventually somebody else oh they, they're an actor this is really good wow this he's spending a lot of money on he's probably not making up a lot on these ticket sales <laughs> ultimately and then then you're done yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I think that I, I I would like that idea of like you know dying you know mid doing whatever yeah what what's that that's the thing they say right he died doing what he loved yeah, yeah absolutely having yeah. a heart attack right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. always yeah. loved it yeah yeah that's right. I, I ate eight burgers for breakfast every day <laughs> yeah. always said butter was the most important meal of the day <laughs> oh <laughs> loved heart attacks three times a day yeah mm. uh, all right uh, well we need to finish this up in okay. uh, in a little while but um, not quite yet. This is about the time I say that we're going to finish it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. It'll take another 15 or 20 minutes to finish (laughs) Uh it up. But this is good. I like to at least prepare people. I like the... Are you very strict on time? That's... uh, that's No, no. It's an illusion of structure. No, well, it's mostly because you guys have to get to the airport. Okay, that's right. Oh, yeah, I was... We're at my house. Oh, yeah, that's true. I literally have nothing to do for the rest of the (laughs) night. No, I I mean, I have no time restrictions or limitations. (laughs) And this podcast has never, ever been the exact same length. So, no, 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 no. I don't really want to get back on that plane. Right. So if I could just live here, that would be good. That'd be great because my uh, girlfriend is overseas at the moment, mm-hmm. and um, I've like been mining the house. And look, to be honest, she she was like, "Are you going to be okay at home by yourself?" Uh-huh. And I was a bit offended by that yeah, because right. like I spend half of the year like on the road yeah, right. by myself. Mm. But what she had identified was something that I had not actually considered, which was I've not really ever spent much time here yeah right Uh uh-huh sure because normally she'll stay here look after everything here and i'll go away and do my thing Uh yeah i've never been in charge here so (laughs) she's gone sure everything will be fine give me so many numbers and i'm like i'm a very competent functioning man i'm an adult man i mean admittedly she does see that i do an imaginary radio show in the back room of my house so Uh you know she has some evidence to the contrary but she went away like within the first week I did my back and got arrested. <laughs> like within true. the first yeah. week that she was away mm. that happened. So yeah. Anyway, uh, the point of that story was that um, I would love if she came <laughs> back at the end of her five weeks and you lived it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, how can this get weirder? Yeah, right. From here than it has. Oh, by the way, uh, this is my son. Yeah. Lives- I'm just I'm just making an omelet on the. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want some of this? He, li- he lives in the spare room now. Yep. Yeah, he's good to have around. He knows how Uber, Uber Eats works. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't like planes, so I let him move in. Mm. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, now, well, Mesa, I don't want to... Like, here's the thing. I've heard you on plenty of podcasts before. Oh, sure, yeah. I've been roasted on the Little Dumb Dumb Club. Oh, you yeah. have been. Uh, and it's one of those things where, like, you know when somebody has an interesting job like you do? Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Everybody uh-huh. always wants to talk about it. And uh-huh. there was a part of me that was like, can we go this whole way without talking about uh-huh. it? But it turns out we can't. No, I understand. <laughs> it's just too compelling. There was uh, It's it, too interesting. There's been any number of, like, fraction of a second pauses where I'm like... Panic. Does anybody want to know anything about trams? (laughs) (laughs) 
that's my life now. I don't. I'm not a small talker so much. So I'm just like, I'm glad I have a, a weird job. So I can well, just it's be one like... of those things where I just think. I mean, often people talk to me about advertising and marketing. Yeah, right. I do a TV show about it. Mm. Uh-huh. The truth of it is, I have no interesting or particular particular knowledge about advertising yeah. and marketing. Right. Yeah. Apart uh-huh. from, in do you the find time... it interesting when people are like, "Hey, well, what about this?" Or no, you don't care at all. <laughs> yeah. God, no. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I guess because you get such an influx of it. Yes. You get like a condensed. Ten weeks a year, yeah. I think about all of it, yeah, and then right. I don't need to think about it again yeah. for the rest of the time. Ironically, it's when I'm working for the ABC that I have to watch ads. <laughs> right. right. All of the ads, as you know. Yeah, all I know. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess an intern has to watch a hundred first, <laughs> yeah. and then I watch the selection <laughs> yeah. out of those. But still, my life's very busy. I'm the next Andrew Den. So <laughs> it's very busy. <laughs> So, um, how long have you driven a tram? Ah, uh, about five years. Okay. Yeah. And what originally got you into tram driving? Uh, well, a friend of ours actually is also a tram driver. And mm. I'm like, if that idiot can do it, yes. well, I can also do it. He's not an idiot. Is yeah. he? Is he? All right. No, he's all right. He's, he's all right. a good yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, and look, I just answered a, I just, an, I was, I was submitting, <laughs> I was submitting my uh, resume to a, to a, like a, like a job agency. And it just said, hey, if you're, you're submitting your, your resume, want to try one of these jobs? And the first one was tram driver. And I'm like, You just stopped. Right. You didn't read the next one. Yeah, line. I didn't read the, the <laughs> other two. Yeah. Don't even need to know. Yeah. yeah. The second cr- one was uh, podcaster. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then and then Uber Eats driver. And, yeah. You know, so yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that you love about it, though, I, would, I, I don't think I could handle it. Because you, you do the same path. And you like you to switch off and you uh-huh. cruise along and, you, and you're bloody loving it. You got, you're with, alone with your thoughts. Yeah. I don't think I could handle that. I think yeah. you'd do my head in. Well, uh, yeah. Lo- uh, Lawrence Mooney, you know, he once told me, uh, having, he, he said to me, uh, you know, since you have a job that a monkey could do, uh, <laughs> does that give you a lot of time to think? And I'm like, absolutely it does. Yeah. Because he used to wash windows and that was his like... <laughs> That that you know you had plenty of time to think there, so yeah. Well, I, I think there is, but there's a meditative quality. Yeah, oh, absolutely, it, right? yeah. That's like right, you know, yeah. it's like one of those. It feels to me like one of those sort of uh, Zen gardens. Yeah, like, like I'm, no, I'm, pushing, yeah. I'm pushing little rocks around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, there's a lot of sand on the tram, so I can just move right. that around. Yeah, using so. that tram sand. There's, <laughs> actually, you get back to the depot, yeah. and there's some other tram drivers making one of those things that you know the Buddhists make, where yeah, they make right. it, and then they just completely wash it all yeah, away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because that's Nothing's the nature permanent. Permanent, yeah. of being a tram driver. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's, yeah. The timetable's impermanent. Who knows when it's going to get there? <laughs> I don't know. That being said, you have to be vigilant, don't you? Oh, yeah. Like, it's, uh-huh. You can't like just shoot out, just kind of... You know, look out the window. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, oh no, you're piloting yeah. something that is the weight of like twelve rhinoceros. Precisely. Right? Yeah. Is that what it is? Which is a very odd metric to yeah. to judge. You yeah. know, a guy who tore someone's arm off with one. <laughs> that that that's a story. I yeah, I've I, I've uh, told on uh, Green Guide letters. Okay, I think. Right, but if you'd yeah. like to. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I would know. Okay, firstly, rhinoceros measuring. Here's what it's, I would like yeah. to say. Yeah, it's like it's like on grand final day they'll do that sort of thing of going you know today they're going to sell this many hot dogs yeah, right. which means that if you lay them end to end they yeah. would reach to and I was like I reckon everyone can imagine what like ten thousand hot dogs yeah, right yeah like, that's a lot <laughs> yeah. of hot dogs that's a lot. That's all, yeah but also with the tram you're like nothing's ever been like four rhinoceroses exactly for, yeah to, for me to get like an indication of like. How number. much that is? Yeah, like to me, a rhinoceros is heavy. Yeah, if they were native to Melbourne, like, and we're always like, if they were native to Melbourne and they were always pushing cars off the right. road, you'd be like, imagine twenty of those, and you'd be like, that would be inconvenient. Right. But like, what they should do is they should just get like again, uh, ten thousand hot dogs and hit it with a tram. Right. Like on video, <laughs> and I think people would be like, 
Oh, yeah, I should get I, uh, out of the way of that because that would really hurt a lot. I mean, actually, that would actually be a more practical example, right? Yeah, you right. just make a human out, out of, of meat. Yes. Yeah, and, just... and then you run a tram into it. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. That'd get passed around the internet and also make a point. I think 100% so, yeah. 100% it would. Yeah. yeah, With the leftover hot dogs. You do yeah. it the day after grand final. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Whatever yeah. hot dogs they didn't sell. No mm. waste. Yeah. Um, okay, so what is your hours of a day if you're piloting a tram? Uh, is that what you call it? What do you got? Driving. I would say driving. I would say driving, but piloting sounds yeah. very, very, uh, very luxurious. Uh, it uh, it depends on the way. So you can do like you do like a you do like a week of early shifts, and then the next week you do a week of late shifts, and it sort of rotates around. What's better? Uh, I'm a late guy. Yeah. I'm not an early. I'm not an early riser. In any is that for your hours? Like, as in, like, late's better because you like to sleep in, rather yes. than I, I don't care about you. I mean, I care <laughs> about you. Yeah, yeah. But for the purposes of this, I really want an indication on the rest. Oh, of Oh, I understand. Members. I understand. Who right, are right. the better crowd? Oh, like, yeah. If I'm okay. playing the early show and the late show, yeah, which yeah, show totally. am I going to like go uh, better at? Yeah, the early show's better. Okay. Yeah. The early show are professionals. Yeah. They are on their way to work. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They know, they know ticketing <laughs> etiquette. They know ringing the bell etiquette. Yeah, they know yeah. that kind of thing. The late show, yeah. the middle of the the, the middle of the day. People, people, footy crowds. If, if well, you're just yeah. wandering around in the middle of the day and you decide to get on a tram, where are you actually going? <laughs> Nowhere. Yeah, and and what happens is I feel the the relative IQ drops like the further away you get from peak hour. <laughs> And and it drop like it takes a massive dip like during sporting events. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And what's the capacity of a tram? This might be a, how, many, is, how many. How many? Is it just how many they can get in, or is there yeah, actually like, like there's, there's a rating? But like again, during footy events, like because yeah. that's my point. It's yeah. like I've been on trams during footy events. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like that cannot possibly be the legally allowed amount no, of people. No, but what happens is, because they're like, why don't you put on extra trams? And we do, but what happens yeah. is, you'll often see two trams back-to-back, like going down the street, and one of them's like full to the point where yeah. people can't move or breathe, and then the second tram's empty. Because yeah. what you do is you you, you, drive, you get to the stop, and you've already got like 100 people on board, and you've got to drop one person off. Because right. somebody's rung the bell, and you're like, oh, this isn't going to go well for anyone. So I've, I get on the PA, and I go like, hey, everybody, the 100 people are on the, on the, on the platform. You're not going to be able to get into this. Yep. Please get the next one. Literally, like you, there's you, one just You can see it. You can see it. You'll get a seat. <clears throat> and you flip the doors open, yep. and people just swarm it <laughs> because it's like they it, they swarm it like there's they're fleeing a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> like they're just and I'm and I'm and you can't be like no stop it no no you just have to let it you just have to sit there and then like two people will let, will still be there and the next tram will get on and they'll just two people will get on and they're like oh spacious. Yeah, it's great. Um, during, uh, do you drive uh, in the comedy festival? Do you drive com- trams that have comedians advertisements I've on them? I've driven a tram with your your face on it. I, I guess think. that's yeah. what I was getting. To. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he, okay, so during the comedy festival. I uh, got stuck out in St Kilda at something, uh-huh. yeah. and normally I walk everywhere, so yeah, right. I probably don't do a lot of tram business in the city. I like to walk from place to place, uh-huh. uh, but I got stuck out there and I needed to get on a tram. But it was in a place I was out like St Kilda Road, uh-huh. nowhere that I'm going to get a, like a box, whatever card I need. Mikey, yeah, right. Mikey? yes, precisely, yeah. yes. Okay, so yeah. I, I couldn't get a Mikey card, right? <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Is that all you have now?" Like yes, this is yeah, where yeah. I, this is like the world I live in. I was like, is there some other way to get on a tram? Mm. 
No, you have to go. You have to. You have to get a mic. You have to go right? to a location that sells one, and yeah, you then, can't get them then on the go tram back to where you live, and then get on the tram. So you, know. <laughs> you have to go back to where you live. Yeah, yes, yeah, so it's required. <laughs> I mean, the that, worst. Yeah. That feels like an unnecessary. Yeah, well, stuff. you know. Uh, how many percentage of the people who are on board the tram do you think actually pay for the tram? What if you had to guess? Or, or, or well, do they you have really they, they give a statistic sometimes, and I uh, think they said the other day that seventeen percent of people don't pay for tickets. But I'm like, how would you know that? Like, how do you? I mean, it feels like the unquantifiable part of the equation, doesn't it? Doesn't though? It? Yeah, exactly. I can right. understand how you can tell me how many people are paying for tickets, tickets yes. right? Because of the beep. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you can always tell when somebody doesn't pay for a ticket. Uh, when they, you get to a stop, you open the doors, they're right at the front door, and then they walk to the back door because they don't want to. They don't. They don't want to. Like the shame has hit them, and they're right. like, they don't want me to go. Tickets, play. I don't care. Just, no. just right. get on the tram. Stop wasting my it's time. Not your, you're not getting yeah. a cut of the door. No, exactly. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. I'm great. getting a cut of the bar, on, but I'm on a door deal now. Yeah, that's so right. yeah. you play that, mate. That's right. Yeah, now I want the footy gigs. That's right. you know. <laughs> that actually would be a way to get the vigilance of people paying or not up, though. Yeah. If you got a little cut. That's right. Oh, yeah. like one cent on every beep. Uh, so what good. about uh, inspectors? When inspectors come on, is there? Um, do you get heads up, or is that a surprise to you as much? No, as that's it. it. Is well, I mean, it's a, it's a surprise to me in as much as it can be a surprise because you're always you're approaching a stop and there's like four people who would never be friends, right? But they're in a group. <laughs> And they're all wearing like they're all wearing like you know those those cargo pants that zip off into slightly shorter pants and like a, like a fleecy and they they've all got a little they've got a little satchel on them you know and I'm like no and I oftentimes oftentimes I'll just because I, I you can you can see them a mile away and oftentimes I'll be I'll just approaching a stop and I'm like a hundred meters away and I'll just wave at the and I'm like oh they're supposed to be undercover inspectors okay I, I guess but sometimes. Occasionally, what I think they're wising up now because sometimes they'll they'll like group all the cool guys together. They've got a whole bunch of young cool guys, so like I'll see like skinny chinos and like flannel oh, shirts no. and cool yeah. like the haircut with you know the the shaved Bay. on the sides. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like four of them. And I'm like, oh, where are these guys going? And they get on and start checking tickets. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it, it's learning. The system is learning. I kind of like that too. That feels like a Twenty One Jump Street. Does it though? That's right. Yeah. I feel like they're they're the renegade arm. That's of right. Like yeah. Back at fucking HQ of ticket inspectors, there's one mob who have their own office. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. And they don't play by the rules that everybody else <laughs> right. plays by. But yeah. you know what? They're getting results. They're getting... <laughs> can't can't deny yeah. it. Yeah. They're getting results. I mean, occasionally, you know, they have to they have to take some time off to see like a. Like an arcade fire gig down the road, or yeah, just, yeah. Uh, we're going to make an arcade fire as well, but yeah, we're going to collect some tickets, yeah, tickets on the way. First, we're yeah. going to give some tickets on the way. Uh, incidents on the tram. Sorry, oh, yes. James. I understand this is a bit of no, a no, because we but... don't talk about this. Yeah, we, we, we tend yeah, not to. Like, I'm, I'm more than happy. Well, I imagine it's it. one of those things that you're like, well, he's my friend. I can't bring it up. <laughs> well, yeah. that's right. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I, I can. I, I can yeah. ask well, I, I don't get as many lunatic like the the lines I operate are more civilized than a lot of other ones. So there's there's very few lunatics. Uh, yesterday I got... Uh, uh, if you've seen um, comedian Anne Edmonds, she'll do a lot of uh, very, very loud, feral, bogan impression. Like yeah. a, like a just... And like and she'll bring it up to 11 and you're like... And it's just swearing and it's just... Just the... You know, the... the all, all in fun, obviously, but like the, the worst... Like the worst aspects of humanity. And you're like... And sometimes you're like, she's gone a bit far there. Like I would never... 
I've never seen anyone act like that, but yesterday I saw someone act exactly like that. Like there was a woman at the stop and she had like an open suitcase like and clothes spilling out of it and she was just hurling things at her boyfriend who was like 10 feet down the stop and then she's like zipped up the case and she's still throwing like bits of like bottles and stuff at this dude and they both get on the tram and then it was just this like shouting match from one end of the tram to the other and it was like it, it's it's school holidays right now so it was just 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 the foulest language you can imagine just across all these kids who are off to see Disney on ice or whatever and just well they've seen something on ice I imagine yeah, boy, <laughs> I, boy, I think they've they? seen an earlier performance yeah, you of know, uh, that's something right. on ice as yeah. well and yeah. then then like a, one of them jumps off the tram at a stop and the second one jumps off a tram at the stop and then the first the, the first one jumps back on the tram to oh. like to like avoid it and he jumps back on the tram so they're back on the tram and they're back at it oh hang on well now it's and like then... some old school kind of spy movie yeah that's where right yeah. trying to avoid each other that's train right stations. yeah they just look at each other great. from behind newspapers and stuff like that <laughs> and that was like th- that was like three in a row and then at one point like the woman gets off the tram with her bag and just just bolts and i'm like what age are we talking here it's tough to say sometimes isn't it uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Somewhere between 18 and 45. Yeah, Who knows? Right. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Some yeah. people have lived some hard lives. You know they have, yeah. That's did it. you ever have an interesting... I mean, you did teaching, which is an interesting and noble profession. Sometimes, but did yeah. you have some... Uh, like, have you had a weird... Because oh, we, we taught in an Indigenous community for a year. We had the most insane things that could happen teaching. Like, I remember I had two kids, one in one, in one hand, one on the other, and with scissors trying to stab each other. Like, stuff like that. So, not funny, sure, but, like... I mean, yeah, okay, that took a dark turn. <laughs> yeah, your it? stuff was much more fun, Thanks, to be honest. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure your story was also really dark, but the way yeah. you told <laughs> no, it, right. yeah. it kind of felt like it was more fun That's, and entertaining. Yeah, it was more like a I Tom and Jerry cartoon. I imagine if we <laughs> really look down on those two people's yeah. lives, they're probably going through a very bad time and yeah. we should laugh. But at least you caged it in a way we could That's ignore right. that <laughs> rather than Dr. Downer over They said over funny here. words <laughs> and they ran about. It was great. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, but it was just a, it was just an insane year. Couldn't have started with oh, one time two kids tried to stab each other. No, no, no. Let's really make this real, guys. With yeah. scissors, though, no stabbing. No, with scissors, that, so that was worst case scenario. But because we lived in the remote Kimberley, the Kimberleys, and the kids aren't the problem. It's a lot of crazy people and crazy principals go, okay. move move up there because you can hide. So right. our boss was a lunatic. Yeah. So every now and then he'd pull me into his office and be like, James. Every morning I just feel like getting on the roof and. And jumping off and, and, and ending it all. And I'm like, do you have a question? Like, why am I in here? Because I've got yeah, can a class. Yeah, can you do, uh, can you do uh, lunchtime? Can you be the monitor in the playground? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so if you could uh, just make sure the kids are over the other side of the building. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> just that'd be... Yeah. Look, well, that's the problem, right, though, isn't it? Because, yeah. like, uh, when I was growing up, um, I lived next door to... Well, not next door, but in our... Like, we're, I'm from a tiny little place of 250 people. Yeah. And I caught the bus to the kids of this guy who uh, ended up being one of Australia's greatest ever con men. He stole $300 million from the <laughs> National Safety Council. Jesus. And it turns out he, like, had a false identity and he'd made up who he was. And he established his Australian identity because he'd fled from Germany, changed his identity because he'd involved in fraud over there. Who is and this guy? Faked his own death. His name was John Friedrich. And, or was uh, it? <laughs> well, it wasn't. It, it was Johann Henrik Hoffenberger or something. Right, well. And he faked his own death in a skiing accident to avoid this fraud he'd done. And then he like came over to Australia. But he 
built his career and got all these jobs out of originally going to indigenous yeah. communities. There's a lot and of working money in, in it. places yeah. where you can establish a track record of like working or whatever with yep. no credentials. Nobody, nobody checks up on anybody. Right. There's there's abuse rife. That the principal we had who uh, we we kind of lodged a complaint against because he was like pushing students and things right. like that. It got promoted. Uh, pushing them into further education. No. That's how he was pushing <laughs> he didn't, them. He didn't actually... He was pushing them to achieve their dreams, James. He didn't care this about This is the, the government's push scheme. Mm, that's no, right. No, actually, yeah. that's an ac- acronym, mate. You meant to... <laughs> but because we, we were an hour and a half flight from like the closest small town and you could only drive in six months of the year because the road was flooded. Right. So we were stuck and it was a dry community. So all of these things kind of, kind of added up. It was just this... I don't know, Claire could probably explain it better. It was just this kind of intense... She's not here, though. No, she's not here. Well, she is here. This is the first time I think we've had an external observer to this podcast. I don't know if I've ever actually had a... She's been good. Very yeah, good, actually, I thought. Like, yeah. Good. Shh. I mean, well, you know, she did it very nice. Like, I think it, it must be hard to be an observer of other people doing this because essentially it's just like, you know... There's four of us in a room. Yes. And we're really ignoring. Yeah, this one person's not allowed to talk. Yeah. yeah, but also not really like in, like not a lot of like laughs. Haven't really heard. Oh yeah, right. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> That's very true. Very much like she isn't here. Mm. But there certainly hasn't been that thing of going. Oh, Claire, she's that's the person we've been hearing laughing continuously <laughs> in the background. No, that has not happened. I'm very good at a silent laugh, though. That you, you do, yeah. Very funny. I have to laugh silently. Okay, that is very good, life. isn't it, Will? At any kind yeah, of... Yeah, like, comedy, love comedians it, yeah. love the silent laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah if you could really keep it in. A lot of smilers. They're and also, smilers. if you're really enjoying yourself, if you can't have a terrible bad look on your face. Just like, <laughs> yeah, right. If that's how you really crossed enjoy yourself. Crossed arms are good. Yeah. Crossed arms are nice. Yeah. 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 That always makes me feel good. That's it. <laughs> I cross my arms on stage yep. all the time. And yeah, it's right. it's like body language in other people that I resent. But yeah, the right. amount of time I spend on stage... With my arms crossed. Yeah, right. You're the performer, though. You, you're allowed to do the. No, I don't no, think you are. Well, I mean, you are clearly. Yeah, right. no, no one's no one's come up Oi! to me and said, "Hey, <laughs> have you not read the handbook, mate?" <laughs> anyway, we should finish up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, sorry to end on a downer. That was. I was about right though when I said I said 15 minutes. We you were 20, yeah. 23. We this guy's good. To, but He's a pro. I know what I'm doing, mate. He's a professional. Yeah. Anyway, let's see if this has been recorded and makes it to. Oh the yeah, internet. terrific. I would love. Uh, uh, to thank you both for being on the show. Absolute pleasure. Uh, plug your podcast in particular so that uh, people can uh, listen Check to it. it out. If it's called The Weekly know. Planet. It's on the internet. Every Monday. Mm. Uh, yeah, on iTunes or other platforms. It's on it's, Spotify. It's on Spotify. For some reason. It's on movies and comics and mostly movies and TV shows, but mostly movies. Yeah, and <laughs> if you like Tofop, particularly when we talk about comic book stuff, you are going to love this podcast. It oh, is very you. funny. Aww. It is very, very oh, funny. Stop it. Stop saying how good we are. <laughs> oh, stop okay. It. Actually, this is one thing. I know we're running out of time, but I did want to mention this because this came up in an episode I was listening to recently, which mm. was about the liking the idea of The Purge, but not necessarily the movie <laughs> The Purge. Right, yeah. And then the, there was a conversation of going, I have so many more questions about The Purge purge like the actual mechanics of the purge uh-huh, right? Sure, yeah. yeah right and then you're like well we won't get bogged down in that let's move <laughs> on and i was like no 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 get bogged down in that because me as well i want to know more about i don't care about don't fucking do it on purge night just yeah. have another day where someone just explains to me how exactly the purge works yeah absolutely i yeah. just want to know because i know the premise like one time like one day a year but you know you can just yeah. like do whatever you want to do hit right? each other with axes yeah but i want to know about what's the 
Show me the day after the purge. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. the movie I want to see. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the movie the day after the fucked up. Like not, the guy um, that murdered your family, you have to live next door right. for the year. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's cool. It's the purge, yeah, it's right? The purge. Yeah, right. Mm. You can't even bring it up. This is America. Because that's the <laughs> other thing. Can you still be? That was the thing I was fascinated by. It's like, if you work with a guy who like purged your wife or whatever, yeah. right? Mm. Mm. But like, you're like, but the idea is like that it's not against the rules on that day. Mm. Yeah. So can you still be like, you know, giving him shit at work or whatever? That's a good point, yeah. Like, no, no, no. Is that, yeah, is there like harassment? Right. <laughs> like, is that, yeah. okay? Is it yeah. what happens on the purge day stays on the purge day? I guess yeah. that's yeah. Kind of, that's the rule. Can't even say anything, yeah. But for me, if somebody <laughs> murdered my wife... Mm, no passive aggression either. <laughs> yeah. There's no... Oh, what if, what if work... What if, like, at, at workplaces, there's just, like, post-it notes on the fridge? That you, you just... Uh, Why'd you kill my wife? Yeah. Come on, guys. Well, also, also like... why'd you eat my sandwich? Come on, I had my name on it. <laughs> is that what you do on the purge? Just yeah, that's what I do on other people's Go through the fridge, eat yeah. everybody else's sandwiches. Yeah. I imagine it'd become, uh, did you ever watch Friends? Oh, yeah. So the it'd be one of those sort of Ross and Rachel situations, <coughs> I imagine, where mm. people would be like, it was on the purge. purge. <laughs> I did it on the purge. <laughs> But the purge wouldn't stop me. Like, if somebody murdered my family, the next day, I'm going over. No, but like, they, then you've they put, got nothing left. They throw you in jail, mate. Yeah, but who cares? And then you'd you're be, done. Then your you'd family's... be purged. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but, okay, so say it's not murdering your family. Because yeah. I understand, you know, that's going to sure. have repercussions. Mm. Right. But say, for example, because isn't the idea of the purge, you don't have to murder. No. It's just for 24 hours, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. Or whatever, however many hours it is. 12 hours. Drink a litre of heroin. But you can, yeah, right? But you can't. Yeah. You, you can't get in trouble for whatever it is you mm. do. So there'd be a series of other petty crimes yeah. that people had always wanted to do yes. that yeah. just you could do on that day. So you don't have to be a murderer to enjoy the purge. There'd probably yeah. be some good neighbourhoods where they kept the murderers out and people yeah, just right? had to do fun purge yeah. things. Yeah. Like Halloween. There could be yeah. like a, there's a there's a Lion King two and a half, I think it's called, where Timon and Pumbaa go off and have their own <laughs> yeah. adventure during the Lion right. King. So it'd be that. It'd just be Lil Purgin. Yeah. You know, just, just people, you know, shoplifting and... Yeah, just taking stuff from shops or just yeah. parking in the wrong spot. Yeah, that's right. Like, whatever. It's purge day. <laughs> Yeah. Two hour parking I've been here for three hours three. This is the purge baby Purge rules baby <laughs> But then people ruin it With pig masks That kill on their head You know ru- Like ruin it Everyone's fine yeah, Well that's the problem yeah. With anything though right yep. Yeah like, Every- This is the problem mm. Like the purge is all Fun and games Until somebody <laughs> rocks up With a pig mark And yeah. kill on his head And then yeah. ruins the fun Come on everybody. guys we're all having a laugh. This is why we can't have good stuff, guys. That's right, exactly. The 1%. Yeah. All right, we should finish up. Uh, thank you so much uh, oh, for being here. Oh, what a pleasure. It's been great. Really been appreciate awesome. it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, oh, I'll just, um, I don't know. I don't. I normally do plugs. I certainly do not do edits or put anything else in. <laughs> so if I have anything else to say, I should say it now, which is I have a regular podcast. It's called Tofop mm. uh, with my friend Charlie Clawson. And uh, we are going to the LA Podcast Festival. Very nice. Uh, and it's going to be a brilliant big show. Um, Dave Anthony, Gareth Reynolds, uh, Matt Kirshen, uh, Jackie Cation, nice. Laura House. Anyway, Graham Elwood. Anyway, awesome. it's going to be a huge, huge show. Uh, that's going to be really brilliant if you're in that part of the world. And we have a Patreon and all those sort of things. And I, oh, I'm on tour. Uh, Montreal, just the last festival, doing my show, Critically Will. Uh, so if you enjoyed this and you happen to live near or in Montreal, I'm doing six shows of that uh, in about two or three weeks from now. So, um, all right. Well, that might not be true. I don't know when this <laughs> is going up. That's a good point. These shows might have already happened. <laughs> Work it out yourself, guys. All right. <laughs> Thanks very much. Good night. Bye. Bye.